but we've got Yvonne Sampson from Fox League in the studio. And uh, we're previewing round two. Bez the Chippy on the text line was pretty happy about Paige Spirinak being at Manly training there yesterday. Saw <laughs> the vision on the news last night. See that, pup? I did see her defence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good technique. Tackle bags there yesterday. Yeah. She, she won't get suspended with that technique. Mm. Way grand, no. chat to her. Right, yes. Mm. Four that was weeks. nice and timely for International Women's Day. Mm, perfect, wasn't <laughs> it? No coincidence at all. So good. Mm. Just on that, four weeks, Wade Graham. Harsh, fair? Oh, you know, technically his feet left the ground and that was the immediate concern. Um, And Wade went to the NRL judiciary and said, and part of his defence was because he has such a serious history with uh, head knocks and concussion because his natural technique was to go low and around the hip area. And he said, look, I've worked really hard on changing my technique so that I don't get knocked out repeatedly. So he's obviously gone too high in this instance. Um, it looked great. It all, those hits always look fantastic. But the the yeah the the chance of you getting it wrong in that split moment um, are too great. So yeah, the NRL judiciary uh, weren't sympathetic to Wade's plight. He went there. He pleaded his case. He got it wrong. So now yeah, four weeks, which is disappointing for Wade Graham. Certainly is uh, the second game of the weekend he won't be a part of because it is uh, the Eels up against the Sharks and the market with Tab has Parramatta $1.50, Cronulla $2.60, five and a half the line here, here, Sharks the plus and they still don't have Nico Hines, Cronulla. Parramatta uh, with the Mitch Moses situation bubbling away in the background. How good was the, the exchange between the journalist and Mitch Moses the other day? Oh, I loved it. Then Denny just comes in at the end with a little, <laughs> just uh, as the other journos sort of cop the heat off Mitch. But, you know, this was always going to happen, particularly as Loz mentioned it the other day. We had basically the perfect storm. A, he said, you know, he wanted it sort of by round one. B, they lose their opening match. And in a situation where Mitch probably didn't have his best performance and, uh, you know, the game was there to be won for Parramatta and hence there was always going to be the questions when he was put up by, by you know, Parramatta to speak to the media earlier in the week. It's it's unfortunate because we always judge or gauge a player. Uh, if he wants X amount, if you want a million bucks, you better play like a million dollar player. And so if you don't have that million dollar performance on the Monday morning, everyone's like, well, you're not worth it. You should have signed last week. You know, you're, you're greedy, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Because, you know, what you're worth, and, and Ben Hunt's been a victim of this for a long time yeah. too. You're the marquee man. You've got to deliver like the marquee man. And, um, yeah, so Mitch Moses, unfortunately, is just caught in that, uh, limbo where he hasn't quite signed um, whether the club thinks or some of the fans think that he's trying to you know sweeten the deal and, and milk a little bit more out of whatever he can get um, but yeah look it was just I'm sure Mitch Moses prefers not to have to answer these questions um, he'd prefer to just get on with the season because yeah there's a few moments I'm sure Mitch would like to have back in that opening round um, uh, Dylan Brown the same uh, you know I think Parramatta they were they were good without being fantastic. And it was really just that inspired second half from Cam Munster that got the storm up um, after that gruesome oh. uh, compound fracture, dislocation, whatever it was. Um, what a yeah. fair looking at bones popping through skin. No, no, foul. It makes me feel ill. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that was all Cam Munster in that second half. So, look, I think for Cronulla, and I loved, uh, you know, the, the intent and the energy down in the Shire, but... Th- 
you know, their coach, Craig Fitzgibbon, said their execution under pressure just wasn't up to scratch. They only had 66% completion. They missed 44 tackles, 15 errors. And that's not uncommon in round one. You can be a little bit patchy. Um, but Cam McGuinness said this week that there's absolutely no excuses. And some of the stuff that he saw and experienced out there on that Saturday night to open the round, he said it felt like under sixes mistakes. So there's lots now to work on for the Sharks. I've tipped the Eels. Uh, I think they're going to be... Uh, much stronger. I liked Josh Hodgson. He had some really great touches, some moments there. I think he's still working out how is he the best fit for two halves that really demand the ball. Um, And that's going to be a work in progress for Josh Hodgson. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood. I love the buzz around Jermaine Hopgood. Um, He was fantastic. He was rock solid, actually. 84, he played every single second of that game uh, in a debut right in the middle. That's as good as you can ask. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to go Parramatta. Um, I'm going the Sharks in this game. Um, Parramatta, I thought they were brave last week, but decision-making let them down in the last sort of quarter of that, that match. Uh, I'm like you. I was, ha- I was really impressed with Hopgood. I thought Dory um, was very good. Uh, but there's just something about this Sharks team that's tough. Um, if they can limit their errors, um, I think they just might outwork Parramatta. Um, they're an effort-based team with a bit of skill, and I think, even though they're away from home, and Parramatta have got a good track record at Combank Stadium, even though they lost that game last week to Melbourne, I, I think they can get away with it. <laughs> Sorry, right, no, take your time, mate. Take your time. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> you need to think about it a bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to go, oh, yeah. go past yeah. nine o'clock this morning? Yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting for seven forty-six. Okay. <laughs> I want to go para. I'll Come be... on, Mitch. Shut them all up, Mitch. Take as long as you want to sign your contract. You're entitled to it. <laughs> You're doing nothing wrong. Come on. Go the yields. I'm with the sharks. Good. Friday night, eight o'clock. It's uh, the big Queensland derby between the Broncos and the Cowboys. Tight market with Tab. The Bronx at $1.77. The Cowboys, $2.05. One and a half is your line. Brisbane, the minus. We get to see Reese Walsh back in Brisbane colours this week, Bonnie. Wonderful. Making a club debut. So he'll start at fullback, pushing Selwyn Cobbo to the wing. And I said last week, I think these two are probably the most exciting young players that we've seen for a little while. And I love that they're both in Broncos colours. This is the 4X derby. And they celebrate this like any good Queensland milestone or major event. And they had Alfie Langer tapping the keg at the Breakfast (laughs) Creek Hotel. And anyone out there, if you have not had a beer off the wood at the Brecky oh, yeah, Creek, yeah, it's like it. mother's will. So Alfie, I, th- I think Alfie's still there, to be honest. Um, so this is a major deal, and I love these derbies. They're always exhilarating. Um, they always are hyper-competitive. They bring out the best in both of these teams. Um, I loved Adam Reynolds and Ezra. Man, he was so brave. In- your he's man. Tipped he's tipped him to my play favorite Origin. Too, favorite. Me I, too. I reckon he's playing Origin this year. Oh. I don't know how he's getting in. There's going to have to be some injuries, but I, I love him. Me too. So, he's a genius. Yeah, I love him. So um, Payne Haas was just monstrous again, 172 metres, 18 runs. Paddy Carrigan was off mm. the back fence. Uh, but North Queensland have this bloke called Reuben Cotter. Now, not only does he not have the best mullet in the oh. game, uh, he ran 
for uh, he had the biggest impact of any other middle in the opening round of the NRL. So um, I, I think that Ruben Cotter just epitomises what the Cowboys are about this year. Scott Drinkwater's I think going to be up for another big year. Um, Toddy Payton hasn't changed his team at all, but he he knows that they needed to improve because the Raiders got well back into that that match in Townsville. Um, yeah, I'm going to tip the Broncos. I'm sticking with... Did you tip the Broncos? Yes, Mido. Yes, I thought about you. Yes. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. If I had to change my top eight, I think I'll, after round one, I think I'd have to find a place for the Broncos because yep. I thought that was a great win. Well, we're going to do a new yep. segment next Wednesday, Loss. That was a swap tough or win. keep. Oh, yeah. swap or keep. Well, it's your idea. Like it. Swap or keep. What are we? What are we talking about? We'll here? get to that what, next week. Why oh, do you think I brought it up? Just saying. Just a question. <laughs> <laughs> What are we swapping? <laughs> <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> oh, are we talking footy? <laughs> That's a different kind of party. Oh, no, I'm, just, I'm just asking. I don't know what we're talking about here. You leave, want, you leave should, me out of the loop. Do we want to go down there? I just want to know what we're swapping and what we're keeping. What are we talking about? You have all gone very red. Each and every one of you. <laughs> just a question. I don't know why. You, know, oh. you said it's a new segment. I'm just trying to work out what the segment is before I, you know, preparation. Look, we're open to suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> what's just pick something and I and then tell, puts it on us. So I'm just trying to work. I just want to prepare. What I know. Do I have time to think about what well, I want to swap? Well, you got a long time to think about what it. I want to keep. The after party of the BSB long lunch. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Uh, <laughs> Cowboys will be playing finals football this year. But I'm going to go the Broncos. I like the excitement that the Broncos have created in this back line. And Paddy Carrigan is such a good player. He's off contract. And if I'm a club that needs leadership, I'm going all out to get him. Yeah, he's off contract next year. A story came out this week that half a dozen clubs are already inquiring about him for when he is off contract. So yeah. he'll be able to talk to other clubs from the end of this year. So we've gone Brisbane, 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 Brisbane. I'm assuming you're going Brisbane, oh, so I'm, sure I'm going to go Cowboys. Okay, Cowboys for pup. Uh, the swap? swap or keep. <laughs> the three. I'm always happy to swap. Do <laughs> uh, you think you've been drinking this morning, oh, mate? What's just, in that Red Bull uh, bottle? But he's got pre-workout and Red Bull. Yeah, I'm just trying <laughs> to wake up for you guys. That's all. This se- segment's going to finish it. Nine thirty. Oh we my God, we're in so much trouble. Uh, <laughs> City Roosters a dollar twenty-seven. Warriors three dollars eighty. Line is twelve and a half with Tab Warriors the plus. And this is three o'clock Saturday, and at Allianz Stadium. So the the Roosters, Vonnie, they were flat as a tack for a long part of that game on Sunday afternoon against the Dolphins. Yeah, Trent Robinson said that they were well beaten. The Do- Dolphins just dominated their forwards, and that just really opened them up. They didn't win um, anything around the ruck. They offered very poor decisions off the back of that. It's not uncommon for a Roosters team, especially under Trent Robinson, to start the season a little bit slowly because we know when the whips are cracking at the end of the year, they are always up and about. Um, they've lost La- Matt Lodge, who had surgery on that depressed uh, fracture. Looked like he had a golf div- oh. divot in his face. Um, Brandon Smith has got PTSD from Felice Kafusi. That was <laughs> unbelievable. Um, but he is, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, Brandon Smith will be back a- along with Victor Radley. But um, the big in is Joey Manu. Um, I think that, let's not forget, he was awarded the Golden Boot as the best player in the world um, off the back of that World Cup. And I think the Roosters look very different with Joey Manu in them. So um, I am going to tip the Roosters. The Warriors were good at home and um, their coach, Andrew Webb, 
Webster's hoping for that resilience to stay because Adam Fanua Blake said, we don't want to be the first team to fold anymore. Like that's just got to get yeah. out of our game and our mentality. So I think the Warriors are really great, but um, yeah, Roosters. I don't want to take anything away from the Dolphins' performance last weekend, but for me, they were the most disappointing team of the weekend, the Roosters given Definitely. they wanted to change their attitude towards the start of the season, so it was a big focus of theirs, to get away to a good start, and they just didn't. And their last two meaningful games, last year's semi-final and this year, has been so unroosters like They just lost their way. So they need to make sure that someone is able to control this team, and if things aren't going great, pull them back into line and get them to get through their set get to a kick and work their way back into the contest rather than trying to force it and make it happen. Uh, I, I think this will be a close game because I don't think Radley will play after the knock that he had last week. Um, and you look at the Roosters' forward pack, it's not as strong as what it could be. I like the look of the forwards in the, the Warriors. I'd take the start with the Warriors head-to-head. I think the Roosters just get home on the back of Tedesco and Joey Manu. But I, I, I think this is a different Warriors team this year. Mm-hmm. Roosters. Fins up. They've been one of the big firmers <laughs> of the week. The Dolphins, $2.40. Oh, Loz, how will you feel if you lose this right. one? $1.58, the Raiders. Four and a half point favourites going to KO I'm about Stadium. Fins up, mate. Horns up for the Raiders. <laughs> Bonnie, who wins and why? Uh, I'm going the Dolphins. The last team to open their first season with two wins was the Storm back in 1990. I just think off the back of what they did on Sunday, the excitement and the belief would be sky high. This is at KO Stadium, their very first home game ever in the NRL. So uh, no surprise that this is absolutely sold out. Um, I, I think can, can Kafusi the question is can Kafusi be that ruthless bloke can the Bromwich boys get out and, and push the middles around for the Canberras uh, can Jermaine Asako continue to just slot them from everywhere he scored a double he's the NRL at the moment leading point scorer um, Isaiah Katoa he said he had a rude shock when uh, Joseph Swali'i uh, got up in his face and, and buried him a little bit and he said but I just loved it and I thought this is it this is the NRL so just given off the belief Belief that they have from what they did to the Roosters, I'm going to tip the Dolphins because I think they're just going to feed off that energy, uh, the sheer exuberance that we found. Um, Canberra, absolutely very dull in that first half in yeah. Townsville, but they got back into it. Uh, but I think just the, the intent from the Dolphins is going to be there. Yeah, the Raiders found their rhythm in the second half, and it's a tough road trip going there you know, in March to play the Cowboys in North Queensland with all that heat and humidity. The Dolphins were very impressive week one. I'm unsure of whether they can get back to that level. I, I think they'll they'll be competitive, but I think the Raiders will be too good. Raiders, Dolphins, Melbourne a dollar thirty six, Bulldogs three dollars twenty seven and a half is the line. Storm the minus for this game at Amy Park Saturday night. Vonnie, I won't be surprised if Carl Alopu is a late inclusion here. Oh, interesting. Into the halves. Okay. For the dogs. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. I Any heard... info? No. A few yep. people on the text line have oh. said it's going to happen though. Right. What so, did Josh Reynolds say? I said he was very impressive oh. in the New South Wales Cup last week. There very you go. impressive. All right. Well, that's yep. one earmarked. Yes. Black book that one. Um, I'm going to go with the Storm. I think even without all of their stars or the sort of the biggish names, uh, I think the Melbourne Storm probably still have too much to cover the Bulldogs. We were so excited to see this new Bulldogs. And look, our expectations were probably a little bit unrealistic. Of course, we wanted all those new connections to click instantly. Um, there are questions now being asked about 
Matt Burton, uh, is he a work in progress at 5'8"? Would you? No. No way in the world, mate. He's still got a lot of improvement, but he's still a gun player. Yeah, of course he is. He's a gun. gun. No question. Um, I think Cameron Serraldo said that the attack was unacceptable. So Mm. no doubt the Bulldogs have had a tough week at training. But I just think the Storm, Nick Meaney's fantastic, continues to impress at fullback. Um, And he's he's really just, he said, look, we won't see Pappenhausen for the next six weeks, but I'm going to use that chance to to make sure that I'm adding to my game as much as I can. So anyway, Melbourne Storm. Uh, I I think Melbourne will win. Harry Grant, wow, what a performance in round one. Uh, Unbelievable player. Uh, Canterbury, I'm expecting a much more improved display. And if they hang on to the ball, I think they can do that. Uh, I think it'll be tighter. Um, I don't think Melbourne will blow them off the paddock because there's no Cam Munster, but they just get the job done too professional. Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne all round. Tigers $1.70. Newcastle $2.15. Two and a half. The Lion Knights the plus. Leichhardt Oval Sunday afternoon. Uh, Jackson Hastings against his old team. David Clemmer against his old team uh, playing for opposite clubs that they were playing for last year, Bonnie. Clem just bathing in the bad blood too. Just suits him down to the ground. He absolutely loves it. Uh, Clarky, if they start Appy off the bench again, oh, they what? are going to riot on Wayne Pierce Hill. I, I don't know what happened there. What? I, no, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> Can I, you make I, a call no, or two? I can't. I, I don't. There's no explanation. I don't get it. Loz, you know. Is you Sheen's going to do this again? I know Tim he's Sheen's been named anyone. Oh. to start. I, I, I don't know. I, what I, happened I, there? Well, he just said he's underdone. So, and Dewey said we don't know the full story. <laughs> Listen, we don't know the coaching let's, strategy. Let's assume Tim Sheens knows what he's talking about. I think he's earned that. But even yeah. if he is, he's still our best well, player well, by well, a long well, way. Well, what I thought was happening was they he was underdone, so they wanted him to play uh, twenty minutes, time. then have a rest, yeah, and okay. then be there for the whole second half. That's the way I thought yeah, it was going okay. to play out. But it didn't play out like that <laughs> because he got started off the bench, played, then got dragged. Well. Replaced Drag. because of um, yeah, fatigue. So he's obviously underdone. I, I think they start him this week, though. Have to. I think. Mate, we need him so bad. The locals are just going to be off yep. their head mm. if they don't see Appy run out. Yep. Um, I'm going to tip the West Tigers. Uh, I don't know about the Knights at the moment. I'm just a little bit uncertain. They were okay, but they fell in and out of that game against the Warriors. Tigers. Tigers. Don't you dare. Knights. Oh, you're such a... I can't swear. (laughs) Last game of the round. You're one of those. Oh, we get to see the St. George Illawarra Dragons for the first time this year. Come on, the Dragons. The wait is over. (laughs) Oh, fill the fridge, Dragons fans. Come on, the Dragons. (laughs) In fact, this market's changed. Uh, Dragons slide outsiders, $1.95. Titans, $1.85. That's changed in the last 24 hours. It's the other way. Uh, so slight favourites here, the Titans, travelling to Cogra. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Sampson slash O'Keefe, Mr. Mr. Kemeny slash Pitt yes. of Fox League as well. Yeah. Uh, big Dragons fans. Uh, I've got, like, the Dragons fans that are my friends, they're, they're angry people. No, I know. They've all got this red and white nut job mm. WhatsApp. Understandably. Where they just vent and, and you know, it's crazy. Um, I, I, look, St. George Illawarra, it all begins for them. People have rock bottom expectations, which is probably a little bit unfair. I thought Ben Hunt's coming off arguably the best year of his career, but so much responsibility rests on his shoulders. Uh, Titans had great energy around them. I think foreign spoon feeding for feeder is an absolute treat. So if foreign is fit, just keep doing that um, and just make sure that for Feeder was a man of the match at that at Leichhardt game. Um, Titans. <laughs> Titans? Yep. 
Oh, no, I think... The... And divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually think the Dragons will come out and play well. Because oh. of all the talk surrounding them after that poor performance, I remember a couple of years ago, same thing happened, and they started the season off well. They've got a decent side. And I think being at home, I, I think they win. I, I really do. Titans. Oh, are we certain Kieran Foran's playing? No. No. I'll, I'll tip Dragons. If I was certain Foran's playing, I'm tipping Titans. Dragons then. Okay, it's two minutes past eight. Vonnie, thank you for the coffee. Oh, thank quickly, you quickly. Oh, Uncle, Uncle Laurie. Laurie. Okay, this is a futures bet. Um, we're oh, going to geez. April 1st. <laughs> Day one of the, the champs. For the size produce stakes. Oh. Now, this is August Bloom. It's into 40s at the moment. It's, it's, uh, it's a two-year-old filly. Going to go around either in the Magic Night or maybe the Black Opal. Um, it was a half a million dollar Easter yearling. Peter and Paul Snowden. Um, Uncle Laurie tipped her last start. She was $150. He went each way, and she was flashing home for a wonderful fourth. Um, so this, uh, you're squinting, Mido. I'm trying to find it. So, oh, well, I'm seeing it. It's, so it's <laughs> if it's in the Magic Night, race four, number nine on Saturday. Yes. If it runs in the Magic Night. If it night. runs. Yes, yes, yes. But keep an eye. Um, but this is open. a futures bet for the size okay. produce on April 1st. Okay. So the horse is, horse is called August, August Bloom. Bloom. Look for it in the English size on yes, day one of the championships. Yes. Courtesy of Uncle Laurie. Bonnie, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, boys. <laughs>